like to give everybody out there listening a very warm White Cat welcome because you're tuned in to the White Cat Outdoors podcast. What's going on, everybody? This is episode 45, and I would have got that wrong if Nick didn't remind me beforehand. It's a weekly thing. We just got to keep you updated. Yeah, so I'm learning just as fast as other people are, but uh, we got our buddy Blaine on tonight. How you guys all doing? Thanks for coming, buddy. We Thanks for having me on. Yeah, we're going to have fun tonight because you slayed a monster. I did. Yeah, we're doing the whole deer camp series for archery season, just telling Big Buck and big doe stories so that's what we're doing tonight we're gonna we're gonna hear a monster buck story. this is the first uh buck in the deer camp series as well yes it is me and tom got two does down and now we got a buck so, so let's we're, talk setting, about we're it. setting the bar high yeah this is <laughs> this is definitely gonna probably be the biggest one of the season <laughs> yeah that's true so blaine i know me and frank we talked to you a little bit about it but i I hope I didn't come off as rude, but I tried not to ask too many questions when we when we I saw you the first time because I wanted it to be more real when we sat down and talked to you now. Okay. Um, but I remember you did mention that it started back in the summer. You got some pictures of this buck, so we, we can start from there uh, and kind of fill us in on how you're getting your pictures and whatnot and how you go about that. Yeah. So we uh, we got quite a few trail cams out there. Um, we have our hot spots here and there, so we put them up where we thought and move them around from there. And I think it was our second camera we put up. We got this picture early season. He was still in velvet. Was, was he like, like full grown velvet, or was he just still coming together? Uh, when we got the first picture, he was pretty much full grown. Yeah, he might. Yeah, it was pretty much full grown velvet. So right away, you were like. Oh, yeah. man. I was like, oh, boy, here we are. Get that typical big buck at the beginning, and then he goes away for the rest of the season. Yeah, that's usually how it goes. So I was all amped up. I texted Nick. I actually sent Nick a picture, I think. He yeah. was in full velvet. Yeah, you sent me the velvet. We're yeah, discussing because we had a decent buck um, <clears throat> that we didn't get the chance to chase because it got poached. But I think, I think I shared that with you. Yeah. Um, but I remember you showed me that picture. And even, like, velvet makes a buck look heavy. But you can still tell when one's going to be, like, real heavy. Yeah. yeah. But it was an impressive uh, buck, even with velvet on it still. If you guys didn't see the picture on Instagram, it's got a little – I think it's on the right side. Yeah. It's got a little knob on the back. So we called him acorn buck is what we called him. My dad did. Mm-hmm. I said spade. Dad just called him acorn. So we just kind of went with the acorn thing. Mm-hmm. And shortly thereafter that, it was – we got a two – he was through one day and then came through back like two weeks later. We try to check our cameras every week if we can, but if we get tied up, it's every two weeks. Mm-hmm. And uh, we checked our cameras, and then we pulled another camera a little farther down on the property, and then we got him there. And then actually across the road, it's like a country block. We actually got a picture of him over there, so mm-hmm. I was getting a little nervous. I was like, you just stay home. You stay where you need to be. <laughs> Don't be going too Do you far. hunt the other side of the road? Or yeah. like how did, oh, I didn't know if it was like your camera that you were getting pictures across the road or if it was a, like a neighboring. No, yeah, it's, it's our land. It's my dad's dad slash uncles. They all own it. It's all private, which is very nice. You're not out there competing. Mm-hmm. But so we got that going on. So we had the, those pictures coming. And then they kind of they laid back a little bit and didn't get much of them, and I was like, okay, it's typical. And then I'd say probably I don't know three weeks before season started, we got another picture of him, and there was no velvet; he was all done. 
I was like, holy smokes, this is a... And he had had that little acorn knob like early on, even in velvet. Yeah, he had that acorn knob. I don't know, the previous year, we never had him, or supposedly had him on camera. Mm-hmm. But yeah, he had that acorn the whole time, so it's not okay. like he broke it off fighting or anything like that. Yeah, I wasn't sure how that started, um, whether it was... A bug maybe got in there early on in velvet or something. I don't there know. There is a little wormhole there. I'm not sure. It's not deep, but I'm not 100% sure if it broke or if it's like, a, like you said, a little bug or something got in there. Mm-hmm. But he, yeah, he had it in velvet. And then when he lost his velvet, I was like, holy smoke. Like you said, they look a little heavier with the velvet on, look a little bigger. And I was like, holy smokes, he's still huge. Yeah. <laughs> still <laughs> made like, you feel good. I was, oh, yeah. I was like, I would love just to even see this deer in person, like spotting mm. or something, or just even in the stand. And Did you have daylight pictures of him, or were they pretty they much were, all nighttime? So it was nighttime when he was in velvet. And then there was one, it was like just, I mean, just light it would have been. Mm. And, and we would have been kind of iffy to shoot but maybe just one picture of him shooting hours so i was like oh okay typical big buck roaming around at night you know yeah. just never gonna get a shot never gonna see him but it is what it is it's cool to get amped up about oh, it oh yeah keeps you excited for the yeah. season so then season started i actually bought a house i've been busy working on my house too so it's been work working on my house and trying to get in the woods all at the same time and uh season started a little slow uh the one field I was hunting, I got my one doe. The, they combined all the corn off, and it was like a feeding station out there. I mean, like, there was probably 20-plus doe. And I was like, this first doe came through. It was real early. It was like four, I think. And I was like, oh, shoot, it's a nice big doe. I was like, you never know. A big one might come out later or something. Mm-hmm. And I've never really had, like, the opportunity to shoot a doe so early to sit in the stand the rest of the hunt. Mm-hmm. So I didn't know, like, okay, my arrow's down there covered in blood. I heard this doe fall 50 yards away from me. I don't even know if she made it out of the field, but she didn't. So, I mean, these deer are still, like, shooting distance from me. Just these doe walking in and out. And they would have had to have walked past her a few times. And I was, like, kind of surprised by that. I didn't know if, like, they knew something was wrong. But, I mean, this doe was 50 yards laying in the middle of the field dead. And these deer were just doing their normal movement, weren't spooked or anything. So, hmm. yeah, that was, that was kind of cool to get that out of the way. And I was like, okay went back to working on the house kind of was like okay i got the rest of my life to hunt kind of thing mm-hmm. so i just wanted to get the house done and so we'll go, go do you have something to say yeah, i was gonna say at this point how long has it been since you had that buck on camera oh uh, we pulled our we pulled our cameras oh right you pulled before, yeah oh, okay right so season all right is there any reason you guys pull them during the season or mm, we don't we don't, don't want to be yeah once there. we have to pull the minerals out and stuff like that before season we just normally pull the cameras like, okay by then we normally know what's going on we might put one out late rut just to see like if there's any movement going on, but by then we typically have a pretty good idea what's roaming the area. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Um, so we'll start from the day of the hunt that this big guy went down. So I worked in my house all day. I actually drank a little too much that Friday night back at <laughs> camp. I didn't make it out in the morning hunt. I'm not a big morning hunt guy personally. I'm but, not either. I've never been yeah. big on morning hunts. My buddy killed a 10 point the previous weekend, uh, morning hunt. He, texted me and i was like you son of a gun like, I, <laughs> I hate morning hunts i never had luck but mm-hmm. uh didn't get out morning hunt worked on my house all day i was dog tired and i was like ready to take a nap and it was like 3 30 i'm like all right blaine just go pick a stand and sit in it and it's a nice day it was when that cold fr- cold front came through it was yeah. freezing out yeah it went from i think it was almost like mid 70s on yeah. thursday or friday yeah. and then dropped that's what really gave me i was like okay the deer are gonna be moving like mm-hmm. you gotta get out so now I'm trying to pick what stand to go to. And, like, 
we have a bunch of stationary stands just because between my dad and my uncle and all the land they have, it's just like we know where the hot spots are. Yeah. During rut, we'll we'll go mobile a little bit, trying to hit those hit those trails and uh, whatnot. But so I picked this stand. It's actually one of my buddies. It's called a Denali. I don't know if you guys ever heard of it, but it's like sitting in a recliner in the tree, like <laughs> full on recliner sitting in the tree, most comfortable tree stand ever. And that's kind of how I picked. I was like, okay. But man, let me tell you, it was a hell of a walk in. It's like a 25 minute walk in there. And granted, yeah, it was 32 degrees out, but I was full sweat getting up into that stand. Yeah, but. <laughs> and uh, your previous podcast, you guys used to talk about like how you guys like hunting a little lower. See, I'm the complete opposite. I'm like, I love being sky high. Like as mm-hmm. high as I can get in that tree, that's me. Yeah. And like you guys should talk about your shooting angles, which I totally agree with. But I don't know what it is about me. I just love being as high as I can oh, in that tree. We try and emphasize that like everybody's got their own style. Yeah. It works for us. Um, I mean, there's definitely been times I feel like I've probably been busted because I was sitting too low. Right. Um, and, you know, a lot of it to me, too, is I'm short and I use <laughs> mini sticks. So okay. I, I limit myself on how high I can actually get anyway. Yeah. Um, but we have a stand uh, up at our farm that's it's like down in this gully and it's got like two. Um, it's like down in the bottom of this little saddle. And to shoot the trail on the top of the ridge, you need to like to, you, the stand's 30 foot off the ground. And you're shooting eye level with deer. Um, So, like, I mean, I I have stands that high, but I guess generally when we're mobile setups or when we're mobile hunting, uh, we're usually pretty low. And that's just something I picked up from my dad. Like, he's always been a sky-high hunter, and, like, Mm -hmm. that's just who I learned from. I never – you can skin a buck five different ways, and however your parents taught you really is how you're going to do it. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I've never really had – an issue of being too low because normally our stands are so high but this stand is so heavy up top to put that stand up in the tree it the ladder is going to bend backwards so it's like yeah, a 15 you can't foot be way up. yeah it's about a 15 foot stand all right i kind of we got to go backwards it's gonna get a little confusing so let's go back <laughs> about a week so we had this stand a little closer it's probably like a 15 minute walk in so everyone's like oh we got to move this stand down we got to move this stand down. i'm like guys come on it's like a perfect stand Perfect setup, a lot of cover. My buddy, my dad, and my uncle were like, all right, let's move this stand. I was like, guys, this is middle archery season. Like, that's not a good time to be shuffling stands around. <laughs> my dad's like that. If he like, gets a head, like an idea in his head, he's like, let's go move that stand. I'm like, dad, it's Tuesday. Right. In the middle of archery season. Right. No, we're not doing it. <laughs> yeah. He's like, I'm going to go move Your it. dad will go do it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it was, that, it was like, a, I think it was two Sundays before I went out there and shot him that we moved this stand and no one hunted it. And we moved this stand down a little bit, and I was not confident. I told my dad. He goes, if my dad has a tree in mind, don't even put your two cents in. It's going in the tree that he wants, and that's just how it is, and you just got to accept it. So he goes, this is the tree. I said, Dad, you're 15 feet off the ground. There's no cover whatsoever. And there's like a little tree in front of you, you know, a lot of brush underneath you and little leaves in front of you. And so I was like, okay, a little cover. Well, we got that huge windstorm, you know, and – those leaves, leaves are, are gone. gone now. So you have absolutely, when I say zero cover, 15 feet off the ground, you probably could have been 100 yards to the woods and seen me in the stand. I was like, <laughs> this sucks. This sucks. <laughs> All right. So fast forward back to where we were. Hopping up in the stand, walked in, sweating, get up there. Now I start shivering because everything's wet. Mm-hmm. Put my gloves. No, I didn't put my gloves on. I was going to put my gloves on because it was freezing. I look off in the distance and I got three dough. I'm like, okay. Jake's buck previous weekend was rutting, so I was like, you never know, might have something behind a little four corner something. 
So this is like right away, early in the evening. Yeah, it was, uh, I think I shot at 5.30, so it had to have been at least 4.30, and I got in around 3.30, and uh, so those three does start filtering through, instantly stood up. I was like, I have to stand up as soon as I see a deer, because it's like, oh yeah, bag it up. Mm. I was sitting there playing on my phone. <laughs> Let's, we gotta, Let's be honest we, about yeah. it. I'm Anybody like, that hunts can be honest, but they check their phone. Oh, I was <laughs> cruising through Instagram, Facebook, crushing the book, you know doing the thing just looking liking pictures almost went to tiktok a little bit but i was like can't can't turn the sound on so i was like okay so i'm honest man i like it (laughs) sitting there it's comfy you know i'm just cuddled up got my chin in my like little collar of my shirt just warm and i see these three doe and i get all excited i'm like oh maybe there's a buck coming so i just instantly like the nollie stand double stand too by the way so it's like double recliner so i have my bag next to me i put my phone down instantly I stood up nice and slow. I'm like, there's got to be a buck behind him. So I'm sitting there watching. They're probably 100 yards. And I to the left, quite a bit. I, a couple hundred yards is corn. And to the right is just kind of like a fallow field, kind of bedding-ish area. So, I mean, mm-hmm. I'm not really hunting food. I'm not hunting bedding. I'm kind of like in a hybrid. It does transition. Right. Almost. So I was, like, I was like, maybe I'll catch something coming from the food later at night. That's what I was thinking, something coming from my left for sure. And uh, sure enough, these doe came out from the right, and I was so they like, came out of what you considered to possibly be bedding. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's it's real. Thick. I'm just trying to paint the mental picture yeah. too. So 100 yards, and I could just see silhouettes, not even like full deer. Like I'm like, you never know. It might be like a little buck or something. But uh, yeah, sorry guys. No big deal. It had to bend the yingling in there or something. But yeah, I saw these doe. They they kind of cruised out a little bit. I was watching them, watching them, looking behind them, doing my thing. And I'm getting excited, you know. I it, Even like, I could see Bambi walking through the woods. I still get a nice little rush going. And like, mm, once I know way. it's Bambi, I'll calm down a little bit. But I had a rush going. I'm like, oh, big bucks coming, big bucks coming. <laughs> so then they went filtered down a little bit. I gave it some time. I'm like, oh, I buck maybe coming later. So I sat back down. It was probably, I probably saw him for 10 minutes. I'm sitting there. I'm looking around. I'm like, all right, but deer moving, cold fronts in. Don't look at your phone, Blaine. Nah, what do I do? Sure, sure enough, grab my phone. <laughs> Scrolling <laughs> just, through Just face. for a second. Yeah, yeah just, just for a second. I, I'll keep looking up. So I'm sitting there looking, and then all of a sudden, I, this is about 30 minutes later, granted, I see horns. And I just don't see horns. I see some pretty freaking big horns. <laughs> <laughs> so I instantly, I couldn't even, my heart was just bop, 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 bop in my stand. I'm like, holy smokes, man. Stood up instantly. And this buck. Did you, did you, like, you had your phone in your hand when you saw the buck? Oh, or yeah. The, okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. So you set it back down? Yeah. Okay. My dad plays words of friend in the tree. If he hears this, he's not going to like it. But, yeah, he plays words of friends. <laughs> and uh, I'm just sitting there. I instantly threw my phone down, stood up, knocked my bow, ready to go kind of thing. I shoot a Scott release, so I don't – you shoot a different one. I don't – Frank shoots yeah. back tension, yeah. but I shoot – oh, I shoot B3, which is the Scott – but when Scott got – I think they got bought out by um, – was it uh, the outdoor group? Yeah. Um, and then the original – a uh, guy that made Scott like three years later, whenever the contract was up, he made B3. So it's oh, okay. it's the same yeah. same release. So I get locked on. I started shooting these white arrows this year. Why did I go to white? Don't know. Ted Nugent style with the zebra yeah, stripes? Yeah, got to do something different. <laughs> you know, spice it up. The girls like looking at a white arrow in your quiver rather than a black one, yeah. they say. So, hey, they look, look prettier. Sharp. Yeah, they look prettier too. So I got knocked up. 
And to my right, I forgot to tell you guys this too, is about a trail, not a trail, like a little path, like a little walking path, 60 yards. So I'm like, okay, this buck ain't even, he's going down towards him though. To my left slash straight where he's coming from is another little trail. And so he didn't come out of the thick stuff or did he, do you think he maybe circled out of that? So he like that fallow field that was up to my right a little bit. He had to, he came up that he saw, I saw him right where those doe were. Okay. So he probably came from that direction. Yeah. And in between me and him is probably like, there's quite a few trees. Don't get it wrong, but they're bean poles. Like there's no leaves no whatsoever. Cover, yeah. I What's could, the, was, I mean, I remember it was pretty windy Saturday. Oh, it was what, what was uh, like in reference to like where you're at, the corn on your left, the field on the right, and the buck kind of like almost out in front of you. Like where's the wind at this point? Tornado, dude. I mean, oh, really just swirling it was winds. just like, That's I felt worst. like my hair in the back was blowing, then my lips got cold, and then it was blowing Okay, in my so you ear. just had like that swirling wind. Yeah. I was experiencing the same thing Saturday because yeah. it was like, it was the same thing. Like right. I could feel it in my face, and then all of a sudden like, it's, it's like the hair yeah. on my back starts standing like, oh, okay. Yeah, it's just like, <laughs> all right, just, there's I was no just good wind direction. It's not like a continuous, and like, I was like, okay, this is not going to happen, but I saw a nice buck. And at this time, I still didn't know this was acorn buck that we called him. So I'm still juiced. I'm still seeing him. He starts going down a little bit, and there's like a little crick in between me and him. So he started coming towards me, and right where that path leads, I was like, oh, he's going to just take that path. Is that where the does went down the path? They went down, and he came up, but that path goes down and up. So he started coming up the path. So I was like, holy smokes, this is great. And I'm looking, I'm like, okay, top is 20, second 30, fourth is uh, 50. I said, okay, I don't have a pin for 60. I'm like, (laughs) I have a rangefinder. And I'm like, I'm not even playing with my rangefinder just because I'm like, I don't want to spook him. Mm -hmm. And I won't take a shot over 35 yards in the woods, but I'm just like playing this. I'm like, this is a decent buck. So he comes down, he goes down that little gully kind of thing. I could still see the top of his horn, so I'm like, oh, he's a decent buck, because it's, yeah. it's a decent little ravine he came up. Come up, and let me tell you, it was like Simba, dude. This, this deer <laughs> stood there, freaking double plant, nose in the air, looking at me from 80 yards away, just staring at just me. Just happened to swirl the right way when he stepped out. Yeah. <laughs> staring right at me. I'm like, holy shit, this is not, like, he's, he's gone. I just spooked this big buck. Still don't know it's him. And I'm like, okay, whatever. So I honestly just closed my eyes. I'm like, I'm as least movement as I can give him. That's the best. Meanwhile, I'm still shaking because that's it's a, a good tip. Actually, I like that. Yeah, that's what I do turkey hunting. At 80 I, yards, yeah, you know he's not going to be in range for a while. Like. Right. If I like, if I have a turkey coming in, or I got hens in front of me, and I know there's a guy be coming behind him, I can hear him. Not to get off on a turkey tangent, but <laughs> I'll just close my eyes and like I'll listen to the birds. And mm-hmm. then if I see something, like feel like it's getting close, I'll just peek a little bit. But close my eyes. That's something my dad told me too. Anyways, back to hunting deer. I close my eyes. I give it a little bit. You know, I'm just thinking in my head how this is all gonna play out. I'm like, there's no way he's coming straight through this thickest shit that there is. I mean, it's mulberry. I mean, it's just freaking thorns, thickest shit ever. So open my eyes back up. He's probably 70 yards. He was 80, probably went 10 yards in about a minute or two. You know how those big buck are. Mm-hmm. They move at their own pace, and that is slow. Yeah. They, they didn't like, get inspect big. every right. step. They, they didn't get big for just cruising through the woods, let me yeah. tell you that. Meanwhile, this is 5.30. So normally big bucks like to move just prime time, dark, right before dark, if not dark. So I'm like, holy smokes, this is a decent buck. Still don't know who it is. I'm looking at him, and he turns and gives me a head turn. I'm like, holy shit. I said, that's him. I said, that's that acorn buck. Now my legs are shaking to the point to where I'm, like, leaning against my tree stand because I don't want to fall out of my tree stand. (laughs) 
So now I'm freaking juiced. I'm like, okay, just come right into me. Sure shit enough, let me tell you, this deer puts his horns down, starts running through the freaking, not running, putting his head down like he's making a scrape rub, coming right through the thickest shit ever. I'm like, this buck is really just trying to die today. I'm like, he's coming right at me. Like, I mean, I mean, I don't know if he's got something in his head that he just wants to die. I mean, he's looking right at me the whole way in. He's looking at me. He knows something's wrong. I don't know if he's coming to investigate what it is or what. Mm-hmm. Sometimes those dominant deer, yeah, if, if there's something in their area that they're not used to. Yeah. In no sense, no calling, nothing. So it's not like I gave a grunt or something out and he's coming in pissed off. I mean, there was mm-hmm. no no can, nothing. And uh, the only scent that I was had was just my not it's not even a scent just that scent killer yeah just sprayed took a bath in it so this buck keeps coming in i'm like shit blaine i didn't do my homework (laughs) before this like i didn't take my rangefinder and see where my 20 30 yards are Mm -hmm. so now i'm freaking looking in front of this deer and i'm like holy shit okay that looks like 10 okay no that's 20 no i'm like shit i'll just we'll take it as it comes kind of thing like i don't (laughs) have time for this i gotta look at this buck (laughs) He's coming in. When I say he's looking at me the whole time he's coming in, this buck was Locked daring. eyes. Locked eyes. I was like, you freaking bastard. You're dying today. <laughs> he comes in. He checks up a little bit. So there's one tree with a little leaves on it. The one tree. I was like, and that's probably 40 yards out. And I was like, that is my only time to draw this bow. I was like, I can't draw any other time. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay. I said, if he gets to there, I'll pull my draw back and see what happens. He comes in, he's getting closer. I'm like, okay, in my head at the time, I'm like, this is going to be about a 30-yard shot. Mm-hmm. I said, I'm going to take it when I can get it. He gets behind that tree, puts his head down for five seconds, pull back my bow. I have a watch on. It's on my shoot. It's on the arm that holds my bow, my left arm. And I'm like, looked at my watch. I don't know why I looked at my watch. It was kind of weird, actually. Mm-hmm. And uh, from that time to the time that he made it in front of me, was about five minutes i held my draw for five minutes but granted let me tell you shooting targets and holding a bow for five minutes that's a workout very different when you got the biggest buck of your life sitting in front of you it's just trying to hold still at that yeah. point like my bow is shaking around how much are you holding like what's your draw weight i i think i'm pulling back like 72 or something okay. so it's it's, just, a, it's a yeah 30 percent let off so i mean 80 you mean no yeah 80 percent let off yeah you say 30 doesn't sound right. no yeah 80 <laughs> percent let off i don't know why i said 30 so I mean I'm I'm holding like okay amount of weight, but I think I'm just I was just yeah. I, more of a curiosity question doesn't really mean anything. I was but. shooting through the trichometer two years ago. It was like I was shooting like 305. So I mean it's good. You're screaming, yeah. Yeah, I, mean. I I I'm not a. We'll get to the arrow after I shoot this deer because I'm freaking juiced up just sitting here talking. About it. <laughs> <laughs> I've told this story this past week probably at least 50 times, and every time I tell it, I'm freaking psyched still. Yeah, I'm like replaying it in my head. So I'm 40 yards. I'm full draw now. I'm looking at my top pin, looking at my second pin. I said 30 yards, second pin, Blaine, 20 yards, top pin. I said, I like some top pin action. It's an easy <laughs> shot. Like, I like this. So he comes in, comes in closer. I'm shaking like a stick, dude. Like I can't even describe the emotions that are going through my head. I said, this is going to happen. He hit 35 yards. I had a shot at 35, but the way he was coming in with his head down, I was like, I'm taking the easier shot. Yeah, just if let him he keep if coming. he gives any indicator that he's going, I'm popping him at 35. I don't care. Like I won't shoot past 35. Comes in to about 30. And meanwhile, this is all guesstimation. I mean, yeah, you didn't range anything. <laughs> right, I didn't range anything. So this could have been 40 yards, for all I know. <laughs> but uh, he comes in 35, 30. 
And this is like 30 minutes in my mind, the five minutes I was holding this bow back. It felt like eternity. Mm-hmm. He comes in 20, 30, 27-ish is where I think I hit him. He was from that 30, that three-yard window, it was two steps that he took that was my deciding factor when I was going to let her go. And I put that top pin on him. I knew he was a little farther than 20, so mm-hmm. I went up just to scooch on him. And I uh, touched one off on him. I saw them freaking white arrows, those girls, like, you know. And I, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I could see I could see that arrow. Like, I, when my biggest, other biggest thing when I shoot bows is, like, I pull my head out of the bucket, like, all the time. I want to see where that arrow is going. I always take my head out, and that always screws my shot up when I'm target yeah. practicing. And I'm saying to my head, just keep your head in the bucket. Keep your head in the bucket, Blaine. You got this. Keep your head in the bucket. Touched it off. Saw it was a great shot. He jumps like six feet in the air, not exaggerating. It was damn near six feet in the mm. air. He took off about 10 yards, fell over, got back up, went about five, 10 more yards. He probably went 20 yards total, tipped over, tried getting back up, and I saw him fall over. Okay, so now I know I just shot the biggest buck of my life, mm. and my eyes just started watering. I don't know if I was crying. I don't know if it was cold out. Like, <laughs> I think it's that adrenaline dump. That like, I don't uh, know what happened. You, I mean, you got to think you had – you're sitting there struggling to keep your cool for you said five minutes, five yeah. minutes, and for then the all draw. of a sudden now now you can like That's, well it's probably fifteen from the no, time oh yeah you, by you the saw time them. I saw horns to the time that I drew is probably a ten minute window so, so that, had, yeah from the time you saw him till now he's laying down you like keeping your cool now there's you don't have to keep your cool anymore oh, I bet, I'm I sure screamed. it was just like an adrenaline oh, dump I, yeah but, as soon as I shot and I saw him fall I was like screaming big buck down. <laughs> <laughs> Big buck down. Good thing no one was hunting around me because yeah. I was just screaming in the tree stand. My buddy took his girlfriend out hunting, and they were in the same stand, the Denali, and they were uh, they were hunting just up another road. And I call him. He goes, "Hey, what's going on?" I was like, "He's whispering because he's in the stand." Meanwhile, I was like, "Dude, I'm like." He goes, "I wish I could have recorded you." Like I was just. <laughs> he goes, "I couldn't even understand what you were saying." I was like, "I just shot him. I just shot him." And then your inst- voice is like yeah. shaking. I was like, I gotta go, I gotta go. I gotta call him. He goes like, Oh, I'm getting out of the stand. We'll be there. And I was like, Okay, I'll meet you up at the house. So I call my dad. He bitch buttoned me. I was like, Oh, he's <laughs> hunting. I call him again. He goes, Hey, what's going on? He climbed that night. So I mean, he's 55. He climbed. Just got comfortable in his climber, and I called him because he went out a little later than me. And uh, he goes, I. I didn't know what to say. He goes, I'll get down. So it took him a little time to get down. I'm screaming at him, not screaming, just so excited. Yeah. My you emotion. probably don't even remember what you said. Oh, like, no idea. Called my mom. Freaking, she goes, I wish I could have recorded it too. Just like, I called everyone I knew at that time just because I was like so, so excited. And uh, so I'm getting down. I called my, my buddy, my last buddy. Not my last buddy. The last person I called was my buddy. And I'm trying to get, I'm like, okay, dude, I got to get down. I'm not even going to go look at this buck. Cause I know it's them. I know he's dead. I can't even. Can't handle it. I can't handle it. I can't. I just couldn't (laughs) do it. It sounds crazy, but I couldn't do it. So I'm like, packed up. Yeah, remember you even said you struggled to even get out of your stand. Oh yeah. So Mm. I packed up, put my backpack on, got my bow all straightened around, and uh, I went to go take a step down this ladder, and my leg didn't work. I'm like, (laughs) what the hell is going on? And I'm like, holy shit! I I had to sit down for another five minutes because I could not move out of this tree stand. And I'm That's like awesome. 15 feet, and I'll jump. No, I was kidding. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get to the ground. We'll get somehow. to the ground somehow. So I get down, my feet touch the ground. I didn't even think twice to go look at him. I had in my mind that I was going home. I went home. Mm-hmm. So I like speed walk slash jogged out of the woods. I was so freaking happy. So you I, could still see him down, like from the. I could like, see when you're horns. Up in your, up I could in your see, ladder. Yeah, I could see a little okay. horn. So I knew he was dead, and. uh 
race up to the house, get to my truck. I'm doing probably like 60 down my road. It's a dirt road. Get to the house. I'm so excited. Everyone gets dressed up. My sister was there with her, my little niece. And uh, we jump on wheelers because it was a long walk. So we jumped on wheelers and went down. And like we were celebrating, drinking some beers and we're coming down. I'm like, all right. I said, I have no idea how far this shot is. So if it's 30 yards, I said, I don't care. I said, if it's 20, I don't care because I saw this thing fall and I mm-hmm. used my top pin. He's dead. I know yeah. it. So we get up there searching around. We paced it off. It was 27 yards. It's like, okay, it was, I was pretty close. So yeah, you aimed high. Yeah, your a little high. Pin yeah. And you and probably hard punched him right in the heart. Yeah, it was, it was, he was cording away a little bit. So I hit, I hit a lung and then kind of chipped a heart a little bit mm-hmm. coming down. But uh, it was, I, I think my arrow bounced around a little bit because there's no way that I was hitting heart and lung. But I shoot a four blade fixed muzzy. That's like, I was shooting a three blade fixed muzzy last year, and then I saw four blades this year. I'm a fixed blade fanatic. Yeah, same. We, my dad is too. That's where I came from. Everyone's like, rage in the cage, rage yeah. in the cage. And I'm like, four blade muzzy, 20 yard fall. <laughs> I'm just thinking about it. It doesn't even rhyme, but and, makes sense. Uh, makes sense. So we're getting up there. Muzzy, give us a call. Yeah, right. <laughs> And uh, and elite bows too. If you guys want to give me a new one, mine's like probably twelve years <laughs> Wait, old. You shoot elite. I do. We know one of the design engineers. Okay, over design elite. engineer, hook me up with a new one. <laughs> <laughs> I'll shoot big buck every year if you want me to. No, yeah. One fifties uh, <laughs> will just start falling yeah. all over the place. Uh, but yeah, so we get up there and it was still kind of daylight out. It was it was early when I hit, and I'm like looking for my arrow. Like I see nothing, but I know this buck's dead, and I see no blood. I'm like okay. Well, we found my arrow then. It was it was rained previously the day before, so everything was wet. Pulled it out, and it stuck in the ground pretty good. And uh, there was only like three inches of blood on the end of the fletching that wasn't in the ground. But then I was walking. We went about 10 yards and didn't see any blood, but I knew where he was. And then all of a sudden, it was just like a freaking spray can, dude. It's like someone took two spray cans and just started spraying everything. I was like, oh, this is awesome. And I look up about five yards, and I was like, holy shit, there he is. And like my emotions, I didn't even know like, I picked his head up. I just sat there and stared at him for like a good solid couple minutes because I just, it's once in a lifetime. Say, yeah. I was speechless. I mean, mm-hmm. it's just speechless. Got to take a bunch of pictures with my sister and my dad, uh, my buddy and his girlfriend. And it was the best feeling ever. Like just to harvest this big buck, knowing I got him. Like I would have been happy if anyone would have got him, like yeah. in my family. But I haven't shot a buck in four years. I went to college for four years at Burrow. I've had girlfriends in and out. So it's just kind of like, Always got something else going Always on. Always got something else going on, you know? I mean, there's priorities. And mm-hmm. obviously hunting wasn't, hunting wasn't like, a top priority at the time, which I, I was out there, but I wasn't out there as much. Not like you are right now. Oh, yeah. no, yeah. And I used, I studied in the tree stand before. Like, in college, I think it was like my junior year, I had, it was like finals coming up, yeah. And uh, it was late archery. Um, I took a notebook in this tree stand just studying with me. And I'm like, I'm never going to see a deer, but at least I'm outside and mm-hmm. not sitting in my room or the or the library so i'm yeah. like this is the first year that i'll actually be able to hunt good yeah and really focus on it yeah so we drag we'll, we'll fast forward a little bit cut or got it drag it up put it in the four-wheeler so my dad and me rode down our wheeler and it's got like a little back caddy thing to put in it we got it loaded up and then we knew it was a big body deer didn't know how much it weighed uh i'm a 230 40 pound man my dad's probably 250 260 this deer it Field dress weighed 204.5 or 6, whatever. It doesn't matter. So that's that's over 700-some pounds on this little Kodiak 450. He's screaming. Screaming. 
So my dad's like, take it easy, take it easy. He goes, ah, oh, he starts screaming. I'm like, what in the hell is your issue? I got a horn in my ass. I'm like, and so the, the way his head was turned around, his freaking had a horn up his ass. We readjusted. And uh, we're going up. It's kind of like an incline. I'm like, I can't steer worth her shit. And I'm looking, I'm looking, I'm in four wheel drive. I've got nothing. No front tires are touching the ground. I was like, that. that's why I know it. I was a big deer. Mm-hmm. So we got home. Uh, so my uncle came up and took a nut or some more pictures. And my dad's buddy just got this new scale that he hung in his barn. And, you can, and we were like, oh, I'll go show my deer off down to them. They hunt too. And that's when we weighed it. And then we came back up, caped it out. And we celebrated, had a couple glasses of whiskey and felt pretty good. And then uh, next day, we uh, we cut it up. Well, we took the tenderloins and everything out that night. And then mm-hmm. we, we cut it up the next day. And what we do is we normally just put the burger meat in like a bucket in a bag and then we'll, we'll freeze it and then we'll at the end of the year we'll have like a meat party we call it and then we'll, we'll process all of our deer which i want to get one of those burger things yeah those things are slick i saw yeah. that video and i was like <laughs> holy shit that's awesome i gotta try with that so and like you said that was whatever 45 bucks yeah they're or, less than 50 bucks on western right. brands yeah yeah i gotta get one of those that hooks right on the end of the grinder and we'll yeah. have to give that a shot but yeah no that's my that's my buck story and it was uh it was a good one. Never, I'll never forget it. Like it's, yeah. it's unbelievable. Getting it mounted, gonna put it on my new house, right on the wall in the living room. Mm-hmm. Like it's no better. It's no better way to. Yeah. Hey, you that. sent me a picture right after you shot it, yeah. and I was having, you know, we had a Halloween party and stuff, and Nick was over at the house, and I got the picture. I was like, oh my god. <laughs> I was like, did you, did you get Blaine's, you know, a picture of Blaine's yeah. bucket? I, I don't think, know. Yeah, I was like, I was no, like, not yet. dude check it out he's like oh my god i was like yeah that's a freaking slob i was i was so freaking pumped for you yeah i was i was excited too and thanks for scoring that Uh, i appreciate it yeah i was when you called me and we're like hey you know people keep asking me to score and i have no idea you know yeah how to score anything and i was like yeah i can score for it as soon as i hung up the phone with you i texted nick i was like if you want to see blaine's buck get over to the house (laughs) well i had there was a bunch of people at the house i'm like i'm out of here i'll be back (laughs) tom called me he's because tom was uh we were going hunting that night and tom's like, what time are you gonna be back i'm like i'll meet you up there i'm like I- i'm out go and look at a buck <laughs> <laughs> no yeah i called i called frank and it was like i was like i'll wait a little bit everyone keeps asking me what's the scoring what's the scoring I'm like guys i just shot it last night <laughs> meaning i'll never shot a buck that was scorable ever like yeah. ever so i went from nothing i went from zero to 100 real quick let's yeah. put it that way <laughs> zero, zero to 150 yeah it was zero to 150 <laughs> and um yeah, so I called Frank up, and I was like, hey, Frank, I was like, can you score this buck? Like, thinking maybe, like, I don't know, next day or two. And then I was like, are you doing anything right now? And he goes, no, you can come over. He scored. I called him from when I called him to when he scored. It was like 35 minutes. I was like, that's my kind of guy. <laughs> so have you thanked your dad for moving the stand yet? Uh, or no, are you still I mean, sitting on that? <laughs> I'm still sitting on that one, yeah. I was, like, thinking when you had said that, like, he moved it and you were against it this whole time, like – yeah, <laughs> when we were putting it up and we were hanging it, and like I just this isn't a good sit. Like I, I just don't like it. Like I just didn't like it. I didn't like the way it felt. Didn't like the way it looked. And I should like the way it looked. Yeah. <laughs> so tell you what the hell you're yeah, talking about. Exactly. <laughs> Them old guys know something they about do. deer hunting. Yeah. yeah, he always gets a big one. I was due for a buck. I mean, like I said, four years I didn't hit a buck. So I mean. I was, it's definitely one that I probably won't ever beat to either. So I told my dad, I might just hang the bow up. <laughs> <laughs> Tapping out. Yeah, Tapping unless out. we can get our buddy to hook you up with a new one, just right. hang this one up. Yeah. yeah. 
hang this one up and go out with a new one. Yeah. But honestly, I think you can beat, I'm not saying that it's not a monster no, buck yeah, as it no. is, but like PA deer are getting a lot bigger in the past right. few years. And more years. frequent. Yeah. In the past few years, yeah. I've scored several bucks over 150 like yours. And before that was like totally unheard of. Like not too mm. long ago, if you shot a 120 inch deer, you were the talk of the freaking town. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And like Nick said, the antler restrictions, like you said, people say it's shit. And like, I'm like, I agree 100% with you. No, it's not. Look at these buck. Yeah. I know of a 10-point that got killed. The same day I shot mine, there was a freaking huge eight and another buddy. Mm-hmm. Like, these buck that these people are putting down are just monsters. I well, mean, yeah. that, and you had the taxidermist age this at three and a half. Three and a half. So, you're like, it's not – if people quit shooting every two-and-a-half-year-old that they see, right. you know, that's what – I mean, obviously, genes and everything right. have yeah, a lot to do with it. Yeah, not every three and a half is going to yeah. be No, but it's, it's, the potential's there. Right. Yeah, you know? and you shoot a 115-inch, two-and-a-half-year-old or 120-inch, two-and-a-half-year-old, it's only one year away from being, you know, 130, right. 40. You know, it's, if you yeah. give it that one more year or even two more years, if it so happens, yeah. you know. And, and PA is so old-fashioned when it comes to. Yeah, it's um, brown, it's down. Brown. Yeah, which, oh, and, and I don't, I'm not against it per se, um, my theory is like if you're putting meat in the freezer, shoot a doe. Yeah. Um, right. I'm like, but at the same time, I mean, you could, Blaine, you could have shot a half rack that had right. three up on one side and I would have been just as pumped. Right. Yeah. But, or we'd not, maybe not, sitting, maybe not quite as pumped, but we'd still, we'd still be sitting here talking about right. it. Yeah. Whatever and, gets you excited. Like, like yeah, you guys said before, if you get excited about a deer that's in front of you, shoot the damn thing. Mm-hmm. I don't care I, if it's a freaking 12 inch basket rack, as long as it's legal. Shoot the deer. If you get a pump going, shoot the deer. Yeah. If you want to hold off, go ahead. Mm-hmm. But yeah, if then you're that's, excited, a, that's just it. And like you said, don't shoot a deer and buck shame. And be like, oh, there's a bigger one or something. Like, don't buck shame your deer. Be proud of you shot that deer. Yeah, like, that exactly. deer is yeah. yours. Mm-hmm. That deer is 100% well, yours. Be proud of it. Mm-hmm. Well, and I, Frank knows I'm not one to pass many deer up. I'm like, I me mean, either. Dude, it, I, I, if it's legal, yeah. I'm, I'm smoking oh, 100%. it. 100%. But last year, we were chasing a pretty solid buck. Um, and I got in my head that that was the one I wanted to kill. Right. Never, I never killed it. Our neighbor ended up getting it. But um, I passed on several legal bucks in archery season. But I didn't get excited. I'll be 100% honest with you. I saw those right. bucks, and I wasn't excited because I was so fixated on killing right. this certain deer. And now that that deer has gone, that, that's gone. Like, if I see a legal buck that gets yeah. me pumping, it's back to, yeah. you know, she's going down or he's going down. But Whatever gets you excited and whatever – Gets that heart pumping and the blood flowing. Let her fly. Like mm-hmm. speaking of let yeah. her fly, your buddy let her fly just followed me today. Or, oh yeah, what's let, fly. let fly. Let fly. Let yeah. fly. <laughs> That's his name. <laughs> I was like, oh wait a second, this is familiar. I've heard yeah. his squirrel stories. <laughs> That's what happens when you shoot one fifty. People, people just start. You get, start getting a, being known around here. <laughs> yeah. No, that was, and it was one of them things where like you know. The buck probably didn't get any smaller when you walked up on it. There was probably no ground oh, shrinkage. Maybe no. even maybe I mean, growing. I was 15 feet off the ground. No, I was kidding. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just messing with you guys. No. Did you, yeah, see, look, he, dad knows stand locations, and apparently you don't need to be high. Yeah. <laughs> Other than my no. five-minute draw length I was holding back. No, I was yeah. But no, yeah, I couldn't complain anything about that hunt, like, from start to finish and the memories I made during it and cutting it up the next day. Like, those hinds, I was cutting them up. We actually cubed some of the hinds. We canned some of it. Mm-hmm. And... uh we normally do the rows, but we were cutting it up, and it looked like tuna. Like, it was so lean. Like, it was mm-hmm. just so red, and it looked like a steak. I'm like, I'm like, I might just throw one of these on the grill. I mean, there's no yeah. fat. No, I mean, he, had, he was covered in fat on the outside, but those hinds on the inside, it just looked like a tuna steak. Just mm-hmm. so pure. It was awesome. That's awesome. So, do you do most of your own processing, Everything. like, at the house? Yep. Yeah. Because I remember you would, you've... Uh, 
brought hot dogs around once in a while. Hot dog deer, yeah. And uh, <laughs> I tell you what, those are some banging hot dogs. Those are the only thing that we don't do. We, my dad's buddy does those. and uh, So it's just like a family friend that does them. He's not even like a processor. Yeah, he, he might be a processor. I'm not actually 100% sure. Because I've been begging to get the name of that. Because I've yeah. been pretty drunk every time I eat those hot dogs. <laughs> but but they those, are damn good. Those hot dogs are good. They taste like a Smith's. I mean, they, they do. do. That's, yeah. That was exactly what the first time I had it, I was like, that tastes like a Smith's. Yeah. And maybe he knows somebody that knows their recipe or something. I don't know. Yeah. It's a, that's a good combo there, those venison dogs and some sauerkraut. If you guys don't like sauerkraut, I mean. If you oh, I love sauerkraut. You got to love sauerkraut. sauerkraut to like it, but kraut and dogs I'm, doesn't I'm get better. I'm a big time way. sauerkraut guy. Yeah. But Frank's yeah. just uncultured. <laughs> Not for me. Uncultured swine. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, no, that's, uh, that's my story in a nutshell. And uh, like you said, if. I appreciate you guys having me on this podcast, and if you guys, whoever's listening to this, don't know yet, or don't know these guys, get to know them. They have some good quality people come on. They have some good quality knowledge from Frank's dad to Frank to Nick to Tom to, uh, I can't remember your brother's name. Luke. 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 Holy Luke's smokes. big. Yeah, he's the big fishing on fishing. aspect. <laughs> like, you guys just have a smorgasbord of, like, knowledge, and it's just incredible. Like, I've, I've hunted my whole entire life. And I've still learned stuff from your freaking podcast. I'm like, I'm an avid hunter, and I learn things. I pick things up from your podcast. I listen to it every week. Every Monday when I'm at work, mm. got my podcast, and I'm tuned <laughs> appreciate in. <laughs> I appreciate that. But, yeah, no, if whoever's listening to this, give them a follow on their pages and listen to their stuff. They've got some good quality knowledge coming out toward, towards you guys. So uh, definitely a big thumbs up to you guys, and I appreciate you having me on. Yeah, thanks a lot. Appreciate man. it, buddy. Anytime. Yeah, we definitely appreciate it, and we're we're glad to have you on, and <laughs> definitely love hearing the big buck stories. We, yeah, yeah, I was as soon as you shot that, I, Nick was like, "We gotta get him on for a <laughs> well, podcast." And it's, we told I told Frank, you know, we're because like we uh, we're almost at a year now with podcasts, but this is our first deer season that we've been oh, yeah, podcasting yeah. through, um, and we're trying to figure out you know how we want to do it, and you know nobody really cares about like scouting now because they're too late for that, yeah, you know, yeah. trail cam stuff. So we pretty much decided we we're going to dial it back um and just we're this is just called deer camp series and basically yeah. um i mean it's educational because we can hear some different things mm-hmm. about why you were at the spot you were and you know what the deer was doing and stuff but the the feel is you know that just you're telling us your buck story um mm-hmm. and i think it's going pretty well so far we're fortunate enough to have you know friends that are killers right. and <laughs> can get it done to help us out because with three of us you know we just we can't mm-hmm. do it every week we don't have that many tags <laughs> yeah. Um, so we got to lean on you guys. Why uh, I picked that spot? Because it was comfy. It was comfy <laughs> yeah. Go to your comfy spot. You might get a big one. <laughs> there you <laughs> <I'm just> go. <laughs> Sometimes that's all it takes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's good stuff though. Yeah. But thanks again, buddy. Yeah. Thank um, you for having me on. I appreciate it. It was a good time. Good talking to you guys. And thanks for, for sharing sure. my buck again. Yeah, absolutely, no buddy. Hopefully hope we get to score another uh, one for you next year. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Let's see. You're not shooting anything until we can get one bigger, right? <laughs> <laughs> Setting the bar. Like high. I said, hanging the bow up till this uh, elite guy hooks me up with a new one. So yeah, <laughs> I might not be hunting again. <laughs> All right, White, if you want to sign us out here, and uh, I get to, yeah, you, you you take it away. All right, well, Please. it's your job, so it is you, my job. You got to do something fired around yet. here. Um, like you said, uh, that's Blaine Wolfram. Follow him on Instagram for more big bucks he'll be killing next year and the years to follow. Um, but. Like I said, it is hunting season, so make sure you guys are getting outside. Mm.